0: T L It's time! W
1: T L I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W T L and welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line? I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and joined by... Jabron. Oh, uh, the
0: far Hey, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. We're back. We're back in action. <laughs> oh,
1: man. And football season, as we mentioned last week, it's here. We're, yes. we're betting preseason. Yes. We're betting futures. Yes. And we're going out on a limb here. We're talking futures.
0: Heisman. The Heisman.
1: To start things off here. And there's really only three names. Yep. Uh, that most books are taking any type of a look at, getting any type of a a decent um, play on, and that's Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama, Caleb Williams, the transfer quarterback at USC now, and then, of course, Stroud, highly talked-about kid out of the...
0: Ohio. Ohio State. <laughs> yep. Uh like you said, Andy, Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud. He's literally just, you know, officially taken over as the early betting favorite uh to win the Heisman. Stroud lost out on it last year to mm-hmm. uh Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, who's certainly, you know, currently sitting second here. Uh the, the odds were really tight for last season on this, on this award or whatever, just, you know, kind of being passed back and forth between these two. Kind yeah. of looks like it's going to be that same thing this year. Yeah. Uh, Stroud and Ohio State obviously missed out on the national championship uh, opportunity last year, but... The Buckeyes have a really, really good shot at making it this year. Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, pick unanimously just to roll through the Big Ten. So, like, that's that's why the line is where it's at right now. And I have them at a plus 220 at my book. So, um, the book I'm looking at has them at plus 250. <clears throat> price. Yeah. Uh Young's sitting there at plus 350.
1: So, yeah. kind of tight, you know, in this type of a bet. Kind of a tight line there uh, between the two. And I think what you're really looking at here yeah. is – Who's going to be the quarterback that's playing for the undefeated team when they go to vote? Exactly. Right? Is it so? Do you have more faith in the Buckeyes or Alabama? running the table before uh, the voting and before
0: the the playoff system goes. Now, that's tough because these are both, you know, obviously the two of the biggest powerhouses in uh, Mm -hmm. college football or whatever. Despite Ohio State missing out on the college football playoff last year, uh, he still finished fourth in the Heisman voting, which I think kind of, you know, kind of propels him into this season, knowing that he was probably one of the four best players in college football. So I just he, he threw for 44 touchdowns last Year, I think he might try to go for uh 50 this year, right? That was third in the nation last year, yeah. so that was terrible. Uh, I, I really think the Buckeyes are just going to put it on people in the big 10 this year. So I really like CJ Stroud. If you can get it anywhere from two fifty to 300, I would jump on it. You really think the juice is worth the squeeze on that? I, I really do like that. I really think, I don't think they're going to give it to Bryce Young twice in a row. And Mm -hmm. I, and I haven't seen enough out of Caleb Williams yet to actually make him an actual favorite.
1: I think Caleb Williams has a has it's a tough road for him because USC is going to lose some games for sure. Um, uh, and and he's at a new place. It's I know a he brand pa- new team, brand yeah. new coach, brand, right?
0: Not a not his new coach, but new new opportunity, new everything at USC. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts there. I know that he had a really good season last year in Oklahoma. It's just. Uh, I, I just don't see him. The,
1: the team's not there yet. To, I don't see to get him in him to the same level. realm as Bryce right. Young
0: and C J. Stroud. But to to your to your point, Andy, I really do like Bryce Young. Obviously, he's probably the you know, quote unquote, the best player in college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and they have something to prove too, losing in the national championship yep. as well. So they do. it's it's either one of these guys you can hop on. I just like the C J. Stroud pick because I know that he's going to put up those big numbers, numbers. at Ohio State. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Alabama gets on top of people, and they do, you know, run it up. But every now and then, he likes to throw in that second, even third-string right. quarterback and, you know, kind of let them run stuff for a while.
1: Okay, my here's my case for Bryce Young. And yeah. the, a lot of people don't talk about especially on, you know, the mothership, yeah. uh, ESPN. The bottom half of the SEC looks pretty weak this year. Mm-hmm. So there there's your video game numbers. Yeah. Um, where Bryce Young is going to, even if he doesn't even play most of the fourth quarter, Yeah. Um, he's still going to be, he's already be a, got it. Yeah. yeah he's, he's already, already got thir-
0: four touchdowns by half.
1: Yep. Yep. And rushed for two others <laughs> yeah. or whatever the case, you know, may be. Um, they, it is looking bad on the bottom half uh, of that, that schedule of what they're looking at. CJ Stroud, on the other hand for Ohio state, I, I like their schedule. Yeah. Okay. But they are playing in the tougher half, I would say, Oh, for sure. you know, okay. And, um, they always seem to drop a game to Iowa or Michigan, Michigan or, State, yeah, like yeah. they, they just, they somehow trip up yeah. and it's in a spot where you're like, Oh, they, they're going to be ready for this one. Yeah. And well, <laughs> they just come out flat. Yeah. 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 So I, I just think that kind of paves the way yeah. uh, for Bryce Young. And like you said, the motivation factor is going to be there too. They lost in the national championship. Yeah. Uh, Ohio state. I do like where they're sitting there with that revenge factor yeah. on a, on a couple different fronts for sure. Uh not only did they not make the playoff for like the first time in the playoff history, right?
0: Right. So something like
1: that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean they they're just always there. Right. Uh Michigan beat them
0: yeah, uh, that they don't they don't like that. No, Was that they like don't. the
1: first time in seven
0: years or it, something like that? It, it's first time that uh, Harbaugh's first Harbaugh, win. Yeah, yeah, first time Harbaugh did it.
1: Yeah, so I mean, they're going to want to get that straightened out. They're going to want to get that back. They're going to want to get back to the playoffs. So I think they're going to be maybe more motivated than other seasons, which is pretty tough to say exactly. for a, a Buckeye team. <laughs> um, but I, I just don't I don't like how they trip up. I feel like every year. Yeah. But. You with, know, with, with, the Heisman,
0: about with the Heisman, it's such a week-to-week yeah, thing. Yeah, it really but is. You, I, In my mind, you have to go with one of these two guys. Yeah. Is there anybody else that kind of jumps off the page at you? These these other guys have such great odds, Andy, that it's— it's The value might not be there where you want it in exactly, a future it, type it, bet like Exactly. This. In a future bet, like some of these guys should be like plus 5,000, but obviously books aren't going to let you do that. Um, but yeah, is there anybody else that you think even has a shot?
1: Well, uh, just he jumps out of the page because everyone else is at— Plus 2,800, plus 3,000, plus 2,500. One of the next names in line here is Will Anderson Jr., (laughs) the outside linebacker for Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. And uh, you know, being a Nebraska guy and a big fan, you know, I felt like Nadamika too probably should have won that Heisman.
0: Exactly, or you know, even a couple of years after that, Manti Te'o had a really strong taste for, yep. uh, uh, case for it as well. Yep. So, it, yeah, if if one of if one of those two guys didn't win it, I don't see a guy winning it. Right. Uh, you know, I think you have to go all the way back to Charles Woodson, who played offense offense as yep. well yep. and won half of a national championship. Yep. So um, um, I him that. <laughs> I'm just saying that you have to do a lot as a defensive player to even be considered for it yeah. let alone win it so table set though he plays for alabama you yeah. get a couple of splash plays like that yeah.
1: uh michigan catered quite a bit to that charles woodson for sure the year before remember nebraska used nadomikin scoot on a few touchdown runs for sure If they would have let him do that again probably would have <laughs> probably would have took you know made a better case there yeah. Uh, on top of that, I still say if he would have blocked that field goal to secure the Big Twelve championship, oh yeah, no doubt he would. No doubt yep. he would have won that. Yep. So if or we or enter- if we
0: would have won the Big Twelve championship, yeah, just
1: win the damn thing. But that that was impossible, I guess. Um, we proved that like three years in a row. So anyhow, I just wish we were back there. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah no, I got you. <laughs> Let me lose another conference championship. Yeah, uh, but. Will Anderson Jr. is going to have some opportunities here Mm -hmm. to not only uh, rack up those stats, interceptions, sacks, tackles. uh, He's going to have some shots to make some big splash plays, memorable plays. Yeah. And if he has any kind of fuel to this fire midseason – I do. I think Saban, being a defensive coach, he'll pour it on. Yeah, he won't. He'll push the envelope on this one. So, I mean, if I'm taking a flyer, and this is this is one hell of a flyer flyer. here, (laughs) it's plus 1350 in my book uh, for Will Anderson Jr. I just kind of like it that they're giving him some respect here early season. Yeah, I mean, he's got better odds than a lot of these receivers. (laughs) running backs and a lot of other quarterbacks out there so that should tell you something early Uh, on
0: here it tells me that he's probably a top five pick or top 10 pick for sure oh yeah uh one guy that i just want to you know do a quick talk about is jameer uh gibbs and Mm -hmm. he is the starting running back for the alabama crimson tide obviously these guys always run through it you 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 think about mark uh mark ingram uh derrick henry this guy is you know he's right there he's trent richardson he's He's right in that line of running backs that have won this award or been close to winning this award. So you always have to throw some money down on an Alabama running back just because – it's yeah. uh, more than likely or not, they're going to get the touchdowns and they're going to get a buttload of yards.
1: What was it like? It was like 115 years of uh, NCAA Division I football and Alabama running back had never won the Heisman. Right. And now they're just racking them up every other <laughs> right. year. So, yeah, why not? <laughs> I like I like the Gibbs pick. If I'm going to put money down on a flyer like that, yeah. I, I would take Gibbs. He's at plus
0: 1,200. So, yeah. it is a it is a good value, yeah. especially for an Alabama player. Uh, being said that, I still got to go with C.J. Stroud as my favorite yeah. to win the Heisman. Yep. But like you said, the value isn't there to win a bunch of money just because he's at a plus 220, plus 250 bet.
1: Yeah, real, realistically speaking here, Gibbs is probably worth that $20 spot no right doubt. there. Just throw no a 20 on it and hope that he has another 2,000 yards rushing, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and it is just insane that five out of the top five <laughs> yeah. sh- shots here, you know, your, your front runners, three of them, Come from the Crimson Tide at three different positions. Three out of
0: five. And you know where that comes from, Andy. It's just because the Alabama Crimson Tide is – they're the favorites to win the college football playoff. They're sitting at a plus – 190 to win the college football playoff. That is so crazy for a college football future. That that is where they're sitting. The next closest team is you know another SEC school in Georgia at a plus 340, which I still think is not very good value for the future (laughs) to win the college football playoff. This isn't to make the college football playoff. Right. This is to win the college football playoff.
1: Well, even that you're you're boiling you're boiling 131 teams down to four exactly, and that's the odds. Yeah, like for two teams. Out of the same conference, it's just
0: already kind of written off as no, that's going to happen. Exactly. So, wow, th- three three of these teams, three three of these teams are under a thou- uh, plus a thousand, which I just think is crazy. There should be, one, I I believe Alabama should be at like a plus five hundred, but they're at a plus one ninety, and is... then you got Georgia and Ohio wow. State at still under a plus five hundred. It doesn't make any sense to me because three teams can't win the college football playoff, so these <laughs> odds should not be like this it doesn't make sense to me
1: no no and there's there
0: there's absolutely no value to it that type of a bet so stay away from that i mean stay away from that if if, unless you really think ohio state is clear cut way better than alabama even if they are gonna beat them in the national championship that's still only a plus 440 bet to you know you'd have to put a hundred dollars down to win 440 it doesn't make Right, it doesn't like, make you. In, what are we in, doing here? Like, that's a, and that's a season-long bet. If you want to get nuts with it, you know, take the plus ten thousand on Nebraska. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now we're talking. Now we're talking.
1: Heard the horn there? We're up against it. So I'm going to take a quick minute. Let's recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools. Yeah. Play Action is revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back everybody to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host Andy Class. Enjoy, and by... Gibran, ah, uh, the parlay pounder. <laughs> yes, sir. Now I feel like we're gonna be getting into your wheelhouse here. We Definitely are. A little boxing. Yeah. Little UFC. No doubt about 278. it. 278. Yeah. And we got a dandy here uh, with the boxing deal. I mm-hmm. mean, four belts,
0: undisputed belts on the line yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. You got the WBA, IBF, WBO, IBO, heavyweight titles all on the line for one fight. So whoever wins this fight is walking away with a lot of jewelry. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Alexander Usyk versus uh, Anthony Joshua, and this is, yeah, this is probably the biggest boxing match of the year. If uh, It's definitely one of them, and it's, uh, it's in Saudi Arabia. And it, this one just seems like it's going to be fireworks because this has already happened once. Usyk won last time, uh, and the line reflects that. He's he's sitting at a he's he's minus two of, ten. I yeah, got minus two ten. So uh, it is. While while betting, I'm not going to go straight on the money line on this one, Andy, is what I'm saying. While betting on the money line is simple, there isn't much value to that. Mm-hmm. You're 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 taking. If you want to do that, you have to take Joshua on the upset. You have to for the, you know, just for the value there. Yeah, the plus money. I got him on plus one seventy. Where are you it, at? Exactly. Yeah, mine's at plus one seventy as well. Uh, fortunately, like on Fanduel and DraftKings and stuff like that, you can you, it opens up more markets for you to win money. Right. So I want, I I want to bet on Usyk because I really think he's, he's 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 the better fighter here, and he's already beat him once. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take him at a plus two fifty to win by knockout. So. Get,
1: ah, now you're getting your plus money. Yeah, given that the there champion
0: hasn't been – Usyk has not been knocked out ever, and Joshua has been. So I like that play of Joshua getting knocked out at a plus 250 by Usyk. Uh, I think it's the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Um, and history's on your side there. You know, yeah. you're talking about you, Sick never getting knocked out. He also became
1: the first ever four belt undisputed cruiserweight champion yeah. back in 2018. For sure. Bumps it up here. Uh, and and th- that's where the line, the show's where's the line? That's <laughs> exactly. where the line's at right now, minus exactly. 210. So that plays into the hand of you, you know, getting outside the comfort zone there and looking at, you know, uh, DraftKings, yeah. FanDuel, you know, and trying to find some of those value uh,
0: bets there, they'll let you get some action. Yeah, for sure. And uh, one thing also that, you you know, you kind of got to watch is FanDuel and DraftKings right now, they're also favoring that the fight won't go the distance. That is at a minus 160 right now. So Mm -hmm. you can tell that they don't think it's going to go the distance either. They think somebody's going to end it early. Um, and if you really want to dive into it, I think it's going to land in between rounds seven and nine. You which think it's going to go that long? I do. I think it's going to go that long. Just because these guys know each other, Andy, and they have fought before, I really think they're going to prolong it. Even when we you know, watch guys that we watch all the time, like Bud Crawford and stuff, they mm-hmm. still play around with those guys for about five or six rounds till they figure out where they need to strike. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm seeing a lot of value. I have it at a plus 420 right now of a knockout between 7 and 9 for either guy. So I like that play a lot, uh, especially with FanDuel and DraftKings kind of fading that it's going to be, that it won't go the distance.
1: Well, and uh, I mean they're they're at that line for a reason. I'll give you a couple reasons why here. AJ, Anthony, uh, Joshua, He's 24 and 1 professionally. Yeah. 22 of those wins come by a KO. <laughs> the cat Yusik. He's 18 and 0 in his professional career. Correct. 13 of those are by knockout. <laughs> so that's telling me both these guys have knockout power. I mean they are. They're 6 6 240 is AJ. 6 yeah. 3 uh 223 222 uh i don't know where he was at uh, officially at way in there right but you a big dude southpaw versus an orthodox guy yep i think there's gonna be some fireworks i do too (laughs) i would not be surprised if it's before the seventh or eighth round
0: i wouldn't be surprised either that's that's why you're getting that plus money i'm just saying that's i like that value right there plus at 420 and i think these guys will feel each other out at least till those rounds
1: so is there no concern there must not be that, you know, A.J., he's a true heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, Usyk made a lot of his cash. A lot of his wins came by the cruiserweight. Right. And now he's bumping
0: up, or what are we— Well, I think that was the initial thing last fight. When these guys fought uh-huh. before, I think they thought that you know Joshua was going to of kind of come in there and kind of bully him around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ended up, you know, kind of you know getting outclassed by Usyk a little bit. So that's not such a big thing. That's not a storyboard going into this fight. A storyboard is: Can Joshua get back on top? Can he? Can he? You know, get the? Can he get the belts? It's not this guy's bigger than the other. These guys yeah. are both heavyweights. These guys have yep. been there before. It's uh, who's who's the bigger man? Who's the uh, who's going to come out on top.
1: Yeah, so run run me down that tape one more time yeah. there. You you like kind of a an off-ball
0: play there
1: yeah. where you you're predicting here.
0: To to get the most value out of Usyk victory, which I think it's going to go Usyk. If you want to take the money line at the minus uh you know 210 -250 by sa- uh, Saturday, it probably will be. But I'm actually going to take him and I'm locking in it right now winning by T- TKO or KO at plus 210. You can mm-hmm. get it on FanDuel, you can get it on DraftKings in addition to Joshua already having been knocked out yeah. Usyk is more motivated than ever I think to get his jabs going early and I don't think the challenger is going to be able to handle him so I really think Usyk comes out with a victory and I'm going by KO at plus 210
1: Yeah the boy from England I think he's probably going to get knocked out from the <laughs> Ukrainian the cat Usyk as well I agree Not a, not not too hard to convince me <laughs> yeah. on that one so Let's move on, then, to UFC Heck yeah. 278. We're going to start on the main card here. Yeah. Jose Aldo versus Mureb
0: Davalishi. The machine. Uh the machine. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, uh, UFC 278. Huge card here. We've mm-hmm. got you know, three fights that we're going to spill out for you. This is the first one of those. Uh, Jose Aldo, legend, uh, one of my favorite fighters of all time. He's been around. He's been around the block. He's coming in at a plus one hundred underdog on my uh, on my line here, Andy. Mm. Mirab sitting there as the favorite at a a minus one twenty, which you know kind of has people scratching their heads a little bit, just because Aldo is uh you know such a legend. Any, I think he's top three right now. I think that's. I can't remember. Yeah, he's number three yeah, in, yeah. in the bantamweight uh, division right now. So uh, a lot of people are, you know, kind of thinking that Marab is the real deal right here. I don't so much see it going that way. Uh, I, I I, kind of, you know, fading towards Aldo in this fight.
1: Is it just because they're thinking the machine is so much younger here
0: yeah, than Jose? Is that what's going on well, here? Well, I think it's Tread for sure. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I I really think that they think Aldo is kind of out of juice, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think 31 a,
1: and seven in his professional career, and he's 35 yeah.
0: years old, which makes him in fighter years, you know, 60 or yep. you know, whatever. It, it's just hard for me to pick against him. Uh, he's 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 back this one more time, trying to make a run back at the title. I think he has the hand speed. I think he's. I think he has the edge on the feet as well. Murab could certainly make this a dirty fight. And you know, you know, try and take him to the ground and everything. But it's, I really like Aldo to win by decision. I do think it's going to go all rounds. And uh, so, if you guys like that pick, that's probably a little safer pick than taking Aldo. You know, just uh, money line. But I am taking uh, taking that plus money at plus one hundred with Jose Aldo.
1: Yeah, and I'm about there with you. The book I'm looking at right now has Aldo at uh, plus 110. Mm-hmm. The machine's in there at minus 130. Yeah. So once again, you don't like that juice. You, you know, the the minus 130 laying yeah. that down because you're 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 sticking with your boy here, the guy out of Brazil, the old the old
0: buck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Aldo has you know uh, he has a two two inch uh, reach advantage over Mirab. I really think that's going to come in. You know. To play here also has a five percent uh striking accuracy over him. It, I just really think he's probably the better fighter in this, and I just don't think the machine is going to be machine enough for Jose Aldo.
1: Well, and you know he doesn't win much by uh knockouts, or, or yeah. you know twenty-one uh, percent of his fights compared to fifty-five percent of uh, Jose Aldo's fights, and that's a lot of fights by yeah. the way that he wins by KO. When you you take that all for sure into consideration, neither one of them are big into submission. Uh, average fight times are both over 14 minutes. Yeah, and there's not much there. I mean, I if you think Aldo can go the distance, he's probably going to win this by decision. Exactly, and right? I and
0: I really think that is. I really do think that is the safest bet of the night. You guys wait till those lines come out. You know, either on Friday or Saturday to see if this goes the distance or not. I would go. Sl- Slightly favoring, it is going to go the distance just because of the way these two fight. Mm-hmm. Although he will need to utilize his, you know, ninety percent takedown defense. He is one of the best at defending takedowns. I really think. It's really going to come into factor of this. And just because Mirab is such a well-rounded skill fighter, he's yeah. good at everything. But I think Aldo is so good at uh, defending those takedowns that he might catch him one or two times and really uh, put a hurt on him.
1: Well, here's a fun little DraftKings type of bet that I'm looking at yeah. here. Yeah, hit me. Odds to win by KO plus 400 yeah. with Jose. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, It's definitely why a feeler. You know, it's definitely why not? A feeler. Uh, he wins over half his fights that way. Yeah. And he's going to want to knock this guy's block off, right? He, he is. He is. So, and he's feeling good. He's here we feeling go. Good. So that's a that's a very good play. I like that play, Andy. I do not like the odds to win by submission for either of these guys. <laughs> no, plus no way. Plus 1,400, plus 1,100. Definitely 100. not. Neither, neither one of them win by <laughs> submission
0: nope. ever. Yeah, no. Mur- so stay Mur- away from them, but Yeah, Murad's just he's kind of a control guy on the ground or whatever. He's not really trying to submit you. He's just a control mm-hmm. guy when he gets you down there. But with... With Jose Aldo, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Jose Aldo wins by his money line there at a plus one hundred. That's what I'm sticking with.
1: It's going to go the distance.
0: Yep. We're going the distance.
1: Okay, all right, I like it. Okay, <laughs> so we got we're, running out of time here. So let's yeah. go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools. Yeah, Play Action is the revolutionizing group hosting platform. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. I know we are. Yes. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Ah, play the- <laughs> hey, powder. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. We talked a little Heisman future, some college football, yep.
0: boxing titles, UFC. Let's get right back into UFC 278. Okay, we're going to go co-main event, Paula the Eraser Costa versus Luke Rockhold. Big favorite here. Big favorite the here. The Eraser. Yeah, The Eraser is a huge favorite uh, coming in at a minus.
1: Uh, I got a minus 345 in yeah, the book I'm looking my, at. My
0: book's a minus 350. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you, They're right. Costa is tipped to knock out, you know, the former champion, Luke Rockhold. Rockhold is coming off a three-year absence yeah. in the UFC and has a string of knockout losses, you know, on his record anyways. Mm-hmm. Costa has shown, showcased plenty of his, you know, fight finishing power in the past. And so I, I'm back in the Brazilian probably 100% here. I'll just run down a little bit of the numbers for you, Andy. Okay. 11 of Costa's 13 wins have come via KO. Ooh. Costa's last three wins have all ended in the second round. <laughs> oh, boy. All five of Luke Rockhold's defeats have been via KO. <laughs> Luke Rockhold has also been knocked out three of his last four fights, and he hasn't been after it very much lately. No,
1: I just saw an article that got some some run on it that, yeah. talking about how he rediscovered his
0: love for the octagon. <laughs> I don't want to be reading that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't want to rediscover my love and then fight Paula Costa. I'll tell you that. Uh, I I I just don't see this ending in any other matter than Paula Costa knocking this guy out. Uh, Costa probably looks in the best shape of his life right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he just went down and tried to fight Izzy at, uh, at middleweight, which yeah. didn't work out for him. That's probably the best UFC fighter in the game, you know, out of Sonya. And you're going down to his weight class where he feels comfortable. From middleweight you down. Yeah, exactly. Now he's up at uh, light heavyweight trying to you know, dab his toe in the water here. I really think that this is where he belongs and he's going to— n- I think he's going to knock him out, maybe in that round two position.
1: (laughs) Well, then that—that's where you know you love diving into those different type of books, the different type of values. I was just kind of looking at some different odds here. Yeah, you know that money line—that's—that's trash. Nobody wants to touch that. Minus
0: three fifty. It might be—it's a good good parlay piece if you if you want it in there, uh, because it's most likely going to hit. But. It doesn't add value. It doesn't add a lot of value to your bet, anyways. No,
1: the Luke Rockhold only has so many family members. They're going to bet him at plus two eighty five exactly. to help that line out. I mean, that's that's nowhere. I don't want to see that. I don't want to touch that. No mm-hmm. one else does either. That's why that line is set there. But the total rounds, as well as kind of looking at here, and you touched on it there. Yeah, over one and a half minus one twenty five for Paulo Costa. I mean, you already said he's knocking people out in the first round here. Yeah. The first and second.
0: Yeah? I uh, Yeah. I, The one that, the the freaking line that jumps out at me right here, Andy, that you never see is Costa by KO or TKO is at a minus 160. Those are always <laughs> plus money bets.
1: I have it at minus 165. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. Those are always plus money bets because, you know, seeing a knockout yeah. is, you know, somewhat not rare or whatever, but it's hard to bet on it. Well, they're, yeah. They're saying that. The the book is saying this is happening. No, yeah, it's
1: it's just a foregone conclusion. On the other the side, the rockhold
0: is getting knocked out in the co-main event at UFC. He's
1: at a plus one thousand. Yeah. to win by KO. So that tells you that's the other side of that story. There. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's just so crazy that a, this a co-main event. Obviously, this guy's a former champion, so the re, the name recognition is there. I just I just don't really like this matchup because I think Costa is going to hurt him and hurt him bad.
1: Destroy him, and that's really what all these. I don't care if it's a prop bet, money line. There, that's what
0: it's all pointing yep. towards. My, my favorite prop bet that I'm seeing, Andy, is Costa in the second round, okay. plus three fifty. And but that is just he has to do it in the second. Yeah, which you know it's a very limited limited time frame, but yeah. it's the only play with value in it for me. Well, yeah, because the
1: <laughs> I mean the under under one and a half that doesn't have any value no. for you, and then yeah, it drops off significantly from yeah. there, and that's some books don't even carry lines and, like and, that. And you and know? most of those, so. and
0: some of those, you know, that you know by KO and by and by round and stuff, you aren't able to parlay those bets because they have such good odds. So you're yeah, taking yeah. those as single bets, which you know, if if I was gonna you know do a you know a fader like that on one of these fights, I'd like yeah, to yeah. throw it into parlay.
1: Right on, right on. Okay, so let's move on, shall we, to yeah. the welterweight title bout. Yeah. Usman versus the number 2 contender, the Jamaican
0: yep. Leon Edwards. Yeah. Uh this is going to be a good fight. I really I really believe so. I know you've been talking about it. Yep. Kamaru Usman defeated Leon Edwards back in 2015. They both were so different fighters back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it like you said it's for the welterweight championship. I am sitting here debating if I'm going to take Leon Edwards at plus 310, where my book is at. That's what I'm looking at. Plus I'm, 310, brother. I'm, Come on now. I believe I'm taking that betting value, and Edwards is going to be crowned the new champ. Uh, mm. Gosh, okay. this is a tough one for me. Just because in my UFC mm. fandom, I have not seen Kamaru Usman lose, just like nobody else has. Uh, Gibran? Like, yep. Yeah. You ignorant schmuck! <laughs> <laughs> you just explained why Usman. Yeah. And by the way,
1: my books has him at minus three eighty. That's insane. Yeah. That's better than Costa. We just talked yeah. at length how Costa is going to destroy Luke Rockhold. Now yeah. you get a more lopsided line. Yeah. Uh, at the main event here for Usman, who's been on fire twenty and oh or twenty and one in his professional career. Oh, yeah. by the way, he also beat Edwards. You just got that feeling, huh? I have that.
0: I have that feeling. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Here we the go. The biggest concern I have about Usman is wear and tear on his body. Okay. I think he's ran through pretty much everybody that he needs to yes. run through, obviously. Yes. Yes. He's coming off a 25-minute brutal war with Colby Covington. It was bloody. Had, had to postpone the fight due to uh, you know, a ligament uh, surgery on his hand. His knees are in such bad shape, and he reportedly can't run. Uh nobody runs in the octagon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh obviously Usman has elite elite wrestling and you know uses his strength and conditioning to you know control Edwards, but I really think that Edwards is such a much better fighter than when they were in 2015. Usman is kind of looking past him a little bit. It's it's easy. Like you just said, it's easy to see why Usman is the favorite this one, but yeah. the line is too lopsided for me to just give this one to him. Uh, You're getting great odds if that's how you feel. Yeah. Plus, uh, would I just say three eight, three ten? Yeah. Plus three ten. My 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 prediction at. for the fight is Edwards at money line at plus three ten. My best bet of the night, though, Andy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, is my best here bet is over four and a half rounds at minus one fifty five. I do not believe there is going to be a stoppage in this fight. I really think it's going to go all five. Usman has made massive strides as a kickboxer, but uh, he needs his wrestling to win this one. I, I really I really believe that, and I believe that he's going to grind down Edwards. He's going to get him on get him on his back if yeah. he wins this fight. Get into him and just kind of lay on him for you know three or four. I think this really has the potential to be a boring fight if it goes Usman's way, and a very exciting fight if it's going Edwards' way. So um, the wrestle heavy approach is the reason that I'm going with this over four and a half rounds. Uh, It's so odd that they both like to wrestle
1: or they will do it, but neither one of them win by submission that much. And also the odds are plus 2,200 for Edwards and plus 1,200 uh, for Usman to win in that fashion. Um, But we're talking about and I think there's some merit to what you're getting at there, how Usman is going to want to slow this one down, grind it out, ground and pound, get him
0: to the mat. Yeah. and just win by decision, right? Exactly. I I just don't see Usman being able to uh, you know, stand and finish Edwards just because of the standing game. Uh I just don't think he's going to be able to do that like he did Masvidal, like he did Gilbert Burns. But I also don't see much knockout power from uh Leon Edwards as uh-huh. well. Nine of Edwards' last 11 fights have gone the distance, which, you know, really plays into what I'm saying here, and I don't see him being uh, you know, uh st- you know, stopping the, you know, granite chin Oh, Usman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it mean, uh, looks like e- it. Even with this, you know, prop paying out at minus money, my favorite play is the over four and a half rounds. Over
1: four and a half. Even the, yeah, the, the juice is worth the squeeze for you on this one. I believe so. Out in Salt Lake City. How about that? Yeah,
0: been, hasn't been there in a long time. Man,
1: and, yeah. Dana White spreading it around. He,
0: he, he loves everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He, All right. Uh, so do you have any
1: parlays for do, this man, <laughs> I card? do have a parlay. Here we
0: go. I do have Found a parlay. It. Okay. Uh what I'm throwing first on my parlay is Alexander Usyk, the boxing match that we talked about last segment. I am putting that first on the card at a minus 210 for him to win on money line. Okay. The second thing that I'm doing is I'm taking Jose Aldo at plus 110 money line to win. There's your plus. And then I'm just throwing I'm throwing Leon on there. It's gonna be something fierce if this wins right now. Oh boy. He, Leon Edwards money oh line boy. at plus three twenty. I'm putting <laughs> a twenty-five dollar bill on this to win three hundred and sixteen dollars. Oh man, I like the payout. I like the wager. I like the payout. I just hate those odds there with Edwards. <laughs> it's it's something. Hey man. You got to pay to play, dog. Yep. You got to pay to play. Got to risk the biscuit every now and then if you want to so do that, that right? Is my parlay of the weekend for UFC and boxing.
1: Gotta love it, folks. Take it or leave it. The Jabron, the parlay pounder, is giving it to you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, Play Action Pools. Play Action is revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And yeah, welcome back to WTL, Where's the Line, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. The parlay powder. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, now we have to get to preseason NFL we have to you know i i thought when we we're talking usfl during the summer yeah uh, how much crazier could football get
0: oh here we go preseason nfl, <laughs> NFL.
1: bingo well it
0: must be we are literally <laughs> heading to minneapolis to watch a preseason game this weekend oh, yeah. so we are oh, yeah. fully into the football season so Give yeah trey lance oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he's not playing I, I saw that terrible terrible yeah, it is terrible Ah, he's got so much
1: experience from playing one college game. It's like, All right, good, good deal, good deal. But let's start with
0: the Broncos yeah. and the Buffalo Bills. This actually should be a good one. Yeah, it is. It it's it, it's looking to be a good one. Uh, the line right now at my book has the Bills uh, favored by four and a half points. It's in Buffalo, obviously. Uh, over under at forty one and a half. Yeah, uh, that's what I you got. Got the Buffalo Bills money line at minus two ten. Hmm. Um on my book. Okay, so I,
1: have, I got the minus 110.
0: Yep. Uh though the Denver Broncos, you know, beat the Cow- Dallas Cowboys last week uh, s- uh 17 to 7, which I called. Uh it was large mm-hmm. it was largely uneventful game. The Broncos yeah, yeah. roster is kind of banged up. Uh, a lot of their starters were resting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, the momentum is on the Bills side, I believe, for this game, following the, you know, victory against the Colts. The Colts have one of the better defenses in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah, Buffalo
0: Bills will still manage to put up 369 total yards on them. Their machine. Having said that, the Bills can't afford to you know have five turnovers again. Meaning that I think the offense still has a little room to improve. Oh sure. And they're gonna yeah, yeah. And They're gonna try and you know work on that stuff. Uh, so I really think the Bills are going to cover in this one. I'm seeing like a 27-28 to 21 victory.
1: Yeah, that was a perfect storm last week where they still won and felt good about it, but they made enough mistakes where there's plenty of things for the coaches to to harp on on and the players don't feel comfortable. Uh, Denver's on the whole other end of the spectrum. they got to travel all the way out to Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, there's so many moving parts and so many pieces that aren't there right now exactly so it does everything points towards buffalo
0: covering that four and a half i'll buy into that one yeah my best bet for the game though i believe that this is going over in points i believe 41 oh the over you like the over i think 41 and a half is easy for these two teams i think they're both going to be trying to score obviously the bills can probably put up close to 35 by themselves uh, I, I really like the forty-one and a half to go over. That's
1: one of the highest over unders on the weekend. But for sure. when you're talking Buffalo Bills and all those guys, Jared Allen obviously one of the front runners for NFL MVP. Yep. I uh, gotta love it, man. So uh, yeah, I, I golly preseason over unders. <laughs> that's a little bit of a stretch for me. But all right, all right, I'll, I'll let that slide. All right. Okay, let's head on over to Kansas City. Yes, sir. The Washington Commanders. Yep. Taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Have it
0: at minus four. Yep, uh, you can probably still find it at minus three. I'm seeing it at minus three at some of my books. Uh, over under at forty two and a half, which is you know just a, a point higher than the one we were just talking about. Chiefs money line sitting there at minus one sixty five, a plus forty for the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs are in control of their game in the first half last week against the Bears, which you called. Uh-huh. Which you called. Uh leading, Thank you know, you. fourteen to zero after two frames. It wasn't sh- shocking to see the lead, you know, disappear after sure. uh Mahomes and Kelsey and everybody it took but, a while. Yeah, it did. On the other hand, the Commanders must get you know, they must get better. They have to they get have better. They have to keep their ones in. Yeah. Uh <laughs> if they hope to win. They were down twenty to six to my Panthers, like I called. Yeah. Uh, well, through three quarters, they won by two points. So, did you still cover with that? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying that they won, and yeah, it, they did. They were gonna win um, through three quarters before waking up in the final frame. Well, like you're saying, coming back and only losing by two, the command the Commanders also had only two turnovers in the game. Uh, I think the ball security is, you know. A lot better on the Kansas City side, obviously. Uh keeping that in mind, the Chiefs are a much deeper team and uh should win this one even with their starters playing in a limited fashion.
1: And it is at home and they're coming back and yeah, they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna perform for the home team. And I just even even backups ones versus twos, twos versus ones with
0: yeah. Washington, I don't I I have to see something to believe. Yeah, something. no, I think it's straight across the board yeah, for the yeah. Chiefs here. Best bet for this game for me is if you can lock the Chiefs in at minus three. If you can't get it at minus three, um, I'm on the fence at three and a half at four. But if if you're if you can't get it at minus three, take that money line at minus one sixty five. It's still there you still, go. There it's you go. still a little bit. Do the uh, money line instead. Do the money line instead. So yep. I really like the Chiefs in this one. Uh, yeah.
1: And that and that book's mo- and the line is moving because mine's already at four. Exactly. So so you better get on, especially if you get that three. Uh, cause that's one of those key numbers, three, seven, ten. Uh no get, doubt about get it. on it now. Yep. All right. Let's finish up with one that we're going to be in the stands for. Yes, sir. Head on up to Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? Gonna see the Vikings play host to the San Francisco 49ers, where the Vikings are the favorites yep. at minus four and a half. Yep. Over-under at 39-and-a-half. Interesting, the three games that we brought up here, all three of the higher-scoring
0: ones as well. For sure. Uh, I'm just going to do this real quick. Is lock the... of the week. Say, is that the lock? Lock of the week. Lock <laughs> Minnesota Vikings in Woo! at minus four and a half. This is hitting easily. They'll probably win by 14 points. Here we go. Uh, Vikings, like I said, they're going to come out. They're gonna play all their guys. They're gonna make sure that they're getting reps. Yep. Trey Lance has already said that he's not playing this game. Yes. Does that mean Jimmy Garoppolo's playing? I no, don't know he's not. They're keeping him bo- on the show. I they're don't believe them- so because nope. I don't know who the quarterback's I think gonna be. I think
1: Tweeter from that movie is gonna come in <laughs> and take the snaps, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly.
0: Uh I'm I'm really confident about the Vikings just kind of jumping out on this one and kind of yeah. cruising to it. Uh best bet. I hope so. I, I hope so. I really I like the 4.5 towards the Vikings, but I really like uh, if you can get those points at 39.5 to 40 points. Uh-huh. If you can do that, take the over. I really think that's going to hit as well.
1: Okay. Um Here so we go. I really
0: like the Vikings. I think they're probably going to score probably at least 28 to 30 points by themselves. Probably the— so- Yep.
1: I mean, are you kind of saying here – are you are you predicting a little bit here since they did take away an entire preseason game yeah. and you have an entire new coaching staff and some new parts of the offense? For sure. Do you think maybe Kurt Cousins might get an extra series in here? I do. So, I, score – I mean, he might leave the game up 17-0, 0 I, I,
0: I do believe something like that, and I believe that their younger players – uh, are just know, better. Are just better, kind of, and I, I know that their playmakers are. So I right, and I really think that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are going to probably stay in as long as Kirk Cousins does and Dalvin Cook as well. So hey. I, I I really like I really like the Vikings in this one and. Uh, Playmakers
1: make Take plays, them. and making plays means touchdowns. And if we are buying into that, you're buying into the Vikings. You know, we're going to be there with, with the old man, with Dad. Yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, the so Viking himself. Got to do it. They got to do it, They got to right? do it for us. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> skull, skull Vikings. Or, <laughs> or whatever those crazy yeah. guys. Skull. 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 <laughs> whatever they say up there. All right, so I like that. Some preseason NFL. Yeah. We're getting all over it. So We are. We got some pretty fun contests going on in-house as well, and we're opening it up to all of our listeners, all of our followers and buddies, guys that like to brag, talk about fantasy football, or I would have, I could have. We got some games here for them. We've been talking about them all episode long, playactionpools.com, excellent hosting site. They just kicked off last year, so we're getting in on the front end of this. They put together two contests, yeah, exclusively for us and our listeners. For sure. So it's completely free. Yep. Just go to any of our sites: I, Twitter, YouTube, any one Facebook, of our anything. Any any yep. one of our hosting sites for the podcast. Information will be there. Login is free and easy. Yep. Get in on it. We have a college pick 'em. Yep. College contest, pick 'em. Yep. Uh, that's going to feature.
0: Who do we got? No. Uh, with the where's the line college pick them. Uh we're picking Big 12 and Big 10 games every week and then you get a money ball pick as well every week which will give you two points instead of just the just one for getting it right. Uh on the other end of that spectrum we are doing a build the bank game for uh NFL. We give you 10,000 virtual credits and it acts like a virtual book, Andy, just like you would have your bookie or you know, or, Yeah, you can or, bet you can bet
1: point spreads, you can bet money, money lines,
0: over unders, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And it's just who is at the top of the leaderboard at the end of at the end Ooh. of the season. Uh so what we're boiling this down to, guys, is the, the winner of the WTL college pick'em will win tickets. To the Huskers and Badgers game. There we go. Uh, coming up here at the end of the season in Lincoln, Nebraska. If you win the NFL bankroll pool, we are putting some Kansas City Chiefs versus the Seattle Seahawks tickets on the line as well. So nice. two great prize packages for here. We're going to come up with something for weekly prizes, too. Yep. Some shout-outs on the podcast when you oh, guys yeah. make good bets, when you make good picks. But, you know, we'll throw you under the bus, too. So uh, <laughs> Well, I, I, and we're playing, too. We're playing, too, yeah. So, so if you think you can take Lebr- uh, Gibran on and, you know, some of these stuff, it's it's going to be hard for you.
1: And my handle on the, on the platforms there is A-C. Money <laughs> for everyone that needs to know. Yeah, and of course, throw some shade at us if we have a bad week or a couple of bad picks as well. For and sure. Then, when we're talking those weekly picks, yeah, uh, we're going to get a lot of local businesses involved. Some swag here, some yeah. swag there, hats, you know, apparel, things of that nature. But what else is really cool about this? If you don't get in on week one or week two, you don't have to worry about, yeah, y- you know that it's too late. I can't play. We're already into this season. Yeah, with either one of these games. Because yeah. there's weekly prizes to go for, and yep. on top of the bankroll, I mean, you don't know how far down some guys are going to be, how far up they're exactly. going to be. All it takes is one bad weekend. Yep. And if you just start with your ten thousand credits, you might be in the thick of things. You just don't know. So you there's just don't. So there, it doesn't matter if you're if it's week four, or week five, whatever. Go ahead, sign in, get to play. And one thing that I really like about, especially the NFL bankroll game that we're rolling out here. Yeah. It gives a lot of guys confidence to play yeah and you don't have to really wager any dollars this is all virtual it's all virtual everything and is free to it, play
0: it is and it, you, you can win some really fun stuff and you can yeah like you said get get in the rhythm of you know going to a book and being confident with your picks uh being able to see what a line is and understanding it so it's a really easy way to come into the betting world without yes. actually spending your you know uh Hard-earned cash uh, until you're ready to do that. And like you said, you're never out of any of these things. Somebody could be out of their ten thousand credits the first week, and then yep. you know, with these college football picks, we're making every pick in the Big Ten, in the Big Twelve, every week. So you can make a fourteen-game swing in one in <laughs> one week. So with the money ball. So no matter what. Uh, get in sign in uh you know tell us you're on here and uh shout us out on, on twitter and we'll we'll give you some love
1: heck yeah sign up and if you miss a week so be it yeah it's not it's not like fantasy football where if you have a bunch of guys you forgot to put in starters you're, you're not blowing anything nope. here so that's play action pools oh there we go there we go we're up against it here <laughs> gonna have to say goodbye but it's at playactionpools.com all the login information is going to be available on all of our sites twitter yep. facebook uh, All of our uh, handles, uh, hosting platforms, yep. all that good stuff. So real quick here, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company, boasting world-class in every glass. You know I've been enjoying that, Cardinal, all
0: episode long. What do you got going on uh, over there? I'm drinking the Taco Vesa, You're as always, always. Drinking the Taco <laughs> Vesa. <laughs> it's my beer.
1: All right, for Where's the Line? My name is Andy Classen, and joined by... Gibran. Thank you, folks, for listening.